Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm excited. You know, I'm biased, right? I played for this organization for a long time. Would like to see them get back to winning some football games. And I think most importantly, he's got to stabilize the quarterback position. It really was the thing that held the Falcons back this last year. And I think if he can do that, whether it's, you know, bringing in a young player from somewhere else, like a Justin Fields or something like that, or moving up in the draft and trying to get one of these talented guys that we've seen in, in college football, I think they have to do something at that spot. I look for them to be aggressive this offseason. Well, Bulldog, I know you didn't order that, but that is Matt Ryan talking about a team you hate, the Atlanta Falcons, who have the eighth pick of the draft. We really haven't, at least I haven't, gotten too granular with the the draft order and <clears throat> quarterbacks and you know what might happen here. I know there was a lot of talk yesterday about Washington at the two slot maybe trading up because of Cliff Kingsbury, who mm-hmm. they hired having coached Caleb Williams at USC. Um, that would mean, though, that the Bears would not be drafting Caleb Williams and would be keep keeping Justin Fields, which um, I think is not the right choice. But I think they're – I don't know. It's some Sometimes a situation is just like one of those where you'd say it's a lot easier to talk about it than actually have to do it. Um, Antonio Pierce – takes over for Josh McDaniels with the Raiders and seems to immediately restore credibility and, you know, positive vibes with the Raiders. The season ends. It's like, how can you not hire him? But I don't know. I think you certainly didn't have to. It's just that's easy to say. I mean, there'd be a lot of pressure to do it, and you may feel like you want to do it. And they, they quickly the did. Players are clamoring for it, including, like, your best player, probably, right? Max Crosby, like, wants him, and, you know, that's a that might be a tough spot to put yourself in or put your GM in if you're, you're the owner and you don't want to do it. You kind of have to. And I wonder if the Fields thing compares to that is another one of those where, like, the players want Fields, it seems. The fans even maybe came over to – or. We're already at the, that position, wanting the Bears to keep going with Fields, give them a chance, you know, like that. There were moments, but, man, that'd be really hard for me because I have a chance to reset the rookie quarterback clock, if you will, with Caleb Williams, who was a better, much better prospect than Justin Fields, as good as Fields was. Mm-hmm. Like, I would just have to do that, I think. 
Um, but what what are what are my costs? You know, internally, I'm I'm speaking like somebody who would get to decide. Like if I were a GM, I don't know if somebody would tell me uh, what. Yeah, to I mean, do. I just I really wonder what what you should expect to get back for Fields in a trade um, is 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 a, is certainly something to consider. Um, like to how, how well do you do in that transaction? Um, I don't know. I mean, you could, <laughs> you could trade fields and still trade with Washington to let them get one and get Williams. And you could take Drake may or Jaden, uh, Jaden Daniels, I suppose. Like the, you, you could do that max out your asset return. You know, I, I don't know what, what I know history should tell us somewhat what it costs to go even just from two to one that has happened before. Um, so it might be worthwhile to do that if you like the two guys comparably, you know, Williams and, and say, Drake May or Daniels. The Bears have some recent precedent in trading from three to two in the Trubisky trade with San Francisco. Right. But this would be way bigger than that, I, w- I would think. And, and a part of me thinks that that's what you should do because, right, nobody knows anything and right. these other prospects are good. But, man, that is also one you won't you don't see it. Because it's too much of your neck being on the, on the line if if you're not way right. Right. If you've got a guy that's unquestionably number one, and that's where we are. Williams, that's what it was before the year started. We went through the year, and there was, you know, there's some question about his play this year. But I don't see anybody dinging him enough to get him out of that top spot. So you pass on that. It's not like there's, you know, some team might have a different preference. I mean, they, they might. But it seems pretty clear cut, and if you do that, yeah, I mean you're you, you, you might look you know you might look as bad as uh, as you could look trading out of a spot where Patrick Mahomes ends up being drafted. <laughs> but the, that, the Bills got away with that. It's a very different. Somewhat. It's very different. I mean, Mahomes was is not was not the top. It's it's a different scenario. Um, you know, the top pick, unquestionably the top guy. You trade that away to take the other guy. That's different than getting out of ten and letting Kansas City take Mahomes. I know. I was just being I, a little cheeky. I would be I am the type to harp on something like that. Like I could just be here forever driving you crazy with how the Bills did that. But Allen makes it mostly okay. Yeah. It's just not all the way okay. Because not only is Allen not Mahomes, you're losing to Mahomes. Yeah. It is pretty annoying that the only guy I would, and maybe a lot of Bills fans feel the same. Like to me, there's only one guy I would rather have than Allen in the league, and that's the guy that they didn't pick the year before. <laughs> like that, that really is bad fortune, you know. Like that is in, cruel. In something that, like, if w- Watson could be that guy, and he was picked two picks later, and you know, set aside, the, you know, what, the the mess he's made of his life, um, you know, he could have turned into that player, and there would be no connection. But he didn't, and Mahomes did, and you passed on him. But yeah, Allen. Yeah, it's it is. It's close, but it's not all the way there. Because, like I said, he's he's the only guy that I would say, you know, objectively, I'd rather have. The Chiefs don't need it for scoreboard when it comes to the Bills because they win these playoff games. But if they wanted it, oh, and by the way, right, you traded us that draft pick. Well, Atlanta was Matt Ryan talking about the Falcons there, and that'll be interesting. They're at eight. There are three, are there four quarterbacks? It seems like right now there are three that should go early. Early, early, early yeah. But yeah. eight for the fourth 
quarterback off the board is probably too much of a reach, even if you're a team that needs one. So they probably what, – what kind of traffic is there? You have Washington, which will definitely pick one at two, if not move up. Right. Uh, New England at three, I would think, is extremely likely. Uh, Arizona is probably a no. Mm-hmm. The Chargers at five are a no. The Giants at six, the Titans at seven, you, the Falcons at eight, really close. Yep. Certainly could make the argument. For the third guy, I mean, all of those teams should do it. Oh, right? for the third guy, yeah. I, I just I don't think the third guy's getting beyond the top five, probably. No, maybe not. Would Tennessee pick a quarterback, the third quarterback at seven, with yeah. Levis? I I think they'd be insane not to. All right. If he I, if he got that far, but with the teams that are there, I just assuming. See, the Bears are the are the are the trick there. Like the, they 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 have to pick one in order for the three to go in the top five. I think because of the way the the board is set. Uh, and if they don't, then maybe then Tennessee or Atlanta or one of these teams down there before ten maybe feels like they're live. The Bears also picked ninth, and then the Jets picked tenth. And then, so the Jets, Aaron Rodgers will tell them what to do. Yes. And he probably would not draft his successor. I'm guessing no. Although that might be smart. Yeah. (laughs) I think that's probably a good idea. They probably could use another guy, maybe even as soon as, you know, in their opener when his leg explodes again. This year. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Minnesota at 11. Yes. I saw a tweet from Matthew Collard today. Matthew's in Vegas and doing a lot of interviews uh he wrote a book on pff so matt's going like booth to booth over there and he said because he's asked about the the vikings and cousins of course uh, it'd be funny if we were there and we uh, couldn't get matthew collar <laughs> right right <laughs> i'm sorry jim rome wants me yeah i can't can't do it boys <laughs> but he he said in a one of these interviews today that most people he's talking to uh, at radio row think the Vikings will move on from Cousins. Mm-hmm. The Cousins will be able to find a better team to play for. So that's interesting. Like, uh, I think that that's fine from Minnesota's standpoint, but is he, is that the Steelers, potentially? Is that Denver, if that were to work out, with Wilson mm-hmm. leaving? Imagine the money they would waste on Wilson, but then, I don't know, can they sign a guy like Kirk Cousins instead? Um, and, you know, Seattle, Maybe is another team. Mm-hmm. I could see Seattle looking for somebody else. I don't think Geno was terrible, but he's not entrenched. Right. 500, 9-8 record. New coach. Yeah, they should be in the market, I think. E- even if even if they want to ride out the, the remaining two years of that. It was three years that they did with Geno, right? After that, after last year's breakthrough, last offseason, I think be. he did three years. They want to ride that all the way out. I mean, this is here comes year two. Um, I think you should get a guy in the in the pipeline. Like, where are they again? 11, 12? Seattle? Yeah. 16. 16. Maybe that's uh, the Michigan guy. McCarthy. Yeah. Is he quarterback four? I think, didn't Cody say, Cody Carpentier was with us last week from the Senior Bowl, and the way he talked about the quarterbacks at the Senior Bowl, he said he thought maybe the guy who had the best week was McCarthy because he wasn't there. Yeah. The guys that were there were uneven, and maybe that helped McCarthy. And Penix didn't play in the game. He right. pulled himself out of the, out of the right. game, too. Right. Bo Nix. 
Well, for me, maybe not for you or you out there, but very early on in the process. Like, I don't have... <laughs> I'm, I'm talking, just sort of talking it out right now. Yeah. What What do we have here? What are these teams in the middle? Seattle was in the middle like this, even maybe they made the playoffs, but maybe they had someone else's pick. I don't know. I mean, this could be two years ago now that as I think of it, but they've they've often been a team lately where you could justify mm-hmm. going quarterback, and they haven't done it. Uh, the Raiders in here, too. Raiders are kind of perfect. Maybe that's Cousins. Yeah. At 13. All right. Is that a better situation than Minnesota? <laughs> Raiders? Yeah. It's maybe better in that it's different. Yeah. Right? I mean, it's, That's, yeah. it's kind of, it's you fooled around long enough here. Kirk Cousins and, and right. the Vikings. Yeah. So maybe both sides would like like a change. If I were Minnesota, I would definitely be ready to move on. Uh, I you know I don't know what what you know Cousins feels about it, but he he might if if it's if they if they're sort of fatigued by him, I could see him being eager to get out of there. Like let me go somewhere else, start new. I never get I never get the respect I I feel I deserve. So let's go try it somewhere else. Well, I think what is he? Is he thirty five? Cousins, maybe even younger. He probably gets, there are enough teams looking, and he's 35, and like he's good enough, young enough, he probably gets a real contract, I think, Cousins. I mean, he's been making 2023 uh, his 35, 40 million, like that's kind of where he's been living. Yep. And I could see him getting that for three years now. Yeah. Also off a torn Achilles, by the way. Yeah, that's right. But I could see him coming close to that on a three-year deal for some team. The Raiders might be perfect for this. Um, trading or you know moving on from Derek Carr and then having this Garoppolo purgatory kind of season, new coach, new vibes. Yep. Here, here's credibility to some extent in Cousins. I think that's what he would be worth three or four years at that kind of rate. Yep. Is probably what he gets. And that's where it, it's just case closed with Minnesota. Because they're not going to do that again. Right. They're not going to pay him the same contract. Right. If he's if he's got four years, $180 million out there somewhere, let's say. Yeah, you're not doing that if you're Minnesota. <laughs> just, I'm not doing half that if I'm Minnesota. No, no. I did it already. Yeah. We didn't win. I Boy, just think, to be in a position where paying... Yeah, we're just spitballing here, but if, that, if that's realistic, and I think it is for him, uh, given the marketplace and the number of teams that will be looking, uh, if if that's a step up and a good idea for you, oh my gosh, like, it's like a, it, and I think it is for the Raiders, but that just boy, that's nowhere you want to be. That is just nowhere you want to be. Tampa Bay might be one more team worthy of mention for quarterback, but it feels like Mayfield after the season he had. Got the two playoff starts that you uh, needed to cash <laughs> cash a ticket, right? And I think that's a season where you'd maybe want to go forward. Maybe that's Ryan Fitzpatrick for you. I don't know Mayfield. Like I, I yeah, it it doesn't. I it's definitely not foolproof, but I think he, I think he gets close to what Cousins might get. Three, the Geno Smith, whatever three, Geno and what we were talking about, but cousins are different, different things. I, I recognize, 
some somewhere between thirty and forty million a year for three or four years. I think is what Mayfield like that. I think is the market. Would you want them to do it for their sake? Yeah, yeah. He if he settles in somewhere and has some stability coaching wise, he might still be decent. Yeah, I think that's right. And he had injuries. He played through that injury in Cleveland and really hurt him. And then he looked completely shot. Carolina, Rams, couple of weeks with the Rams, and then he was good this year. And he was he, he's also kind of fun. I mean, yeah. In a, in a season where everybody can't throw the ball down the field, he he could throw the ball down the field. He managed to do that. They didn't win every week, you know. But yep. Mayfield pushed the ball. For I think Tampa. if I were them, I would want it. I would want to commit to that. You know, not like lifetime contract, but like I'm saying, three years, four years, thirty to forty, maybe even forty five. I don't know what you know what what, but that's I'd want to do that. I hope I can get out of it in two years if it blows up. Probably should get to that quarterback carousel draft pretty mm-hmm. soon before the uh, the dominoes start to fall. I knew you knew, you knew I was going to say dominoes. 803-0550 for your thoughts, talking quarterbacks. Also, some Super Bowl history, reverse AFC power rankings. We did it by uh, each team's going by each team's past to present. And the Bills came in uh, ninth on that ranking. Right here. Is, here's the list. We will have Ross Tucker at five and then Sabres pregame for the Sabres uh, outing with Dallas tonight which starts at 7 downtown. Sabres in black tonight. We'll talk about them a little bit when we return. Trista Crick tomorrow. Mike Shope and the Bulldog here, WGR. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.